This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On the carbon tax, uh, having lost their challenge, the constitutional challenge that uh, other provinces have likewise taken up uh, at the Ontario Court of Appeal level, it was shot down and was ruled to be constitutional. Justin Trudeau's imposition on Ontario of a carbon tax. And so now it's got to go to the Supreme Court. Whether or not it gets there anytime soon is a matter of conjecture, but the approach that the Ford government took has been drawn into question by none other than the founder of the Axe the Carbon Tax uh, website. And that's Jim Karahelios, uh, a lawyer who holds a graduate degree in civil engineering. He did uh, found the Axe the Carbon Tax uh, initiative, and he's joined us on the line to explain why the Ford government went about it the wrong way. Jim, good to have you back on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. John, it's always good to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Well, all right. And so uh, the Ford government lost the constitutional challenge of this Greenhouse Gas Pollution Pricing Act uh, before the Ontario Court of Appeal. I guess they'll live to fight another day, but why do you say they lost at the appeal court level, and uh, where did they misstep? So we've been told that uh, the Premier is going to court to fight against carbon taxes, but when you look at the legal submissions, they weren't really fighting against carbon taxes. They were just fighting over whose carbon tax plan is better or more appropriate and turned it into a jurisdictional dispute of, well, we don't want the federal carbon tax because we've got a carbon tax that we want to put on industry. And not only is that uh, hypocritical or dishonest from the political position, it it was also not a very good approach legally because it handcuffed the Ford government in court and it didn't allow them to put forward arguments against the federal legislation at every step of the constitutional test. So if you're spending $30 million of taxpayer money and you're going to court to fight against something and you want to find that it's unconstitutional, I think everyone would agree that you should probably put forward arguments at every stage of the test or the analysis that the Supreme Court is going to look at. And instead of arguing uh, in three or four of different tests on why the federal carbon tax is not constitutional. The Ford government really focused on one of the steps, and their argument it could be condensed down to, in layman terms, we don't need the federal carbon tax because we have a carbon pricing plan that will get the same reductions and the same objectives that Justin Trudeau wants. So we'll achieve what Trudeau wants, but we just got to have our own carbon pricing plan to do that. And that's not fighting uh, the carbon tax, and it's also not a good winning strategy in court. In other words, you're saying uh, the Ford government almost conceded that uh, there was some merit to having a carbon tax. Uh, no, not just a little bit. They totally conceded the entire argument. So, for example, uh, there's something called the pith and substance, which is you characterize the act. What, what does this act mean? And the Ford government conceded, before, like right out of the gate when they submitted their submissions, they said in their submissions, this federal act is using carbon pricing to regulate and reduce greenhouse gas emissions, and this is a matter of national concern. And not surprisingly, when Canada or the federal government submitted their legal submissions, they agreed. They didn't even have to put up a fight because Ontario put the arguments forward. And when you, when you take that approach and you concede the entire merit or the purpose or the meaning or the character of the federal act, it's hard to see how you're going to win in court and how the $30 million is going to be spent uh, wisely. And it, it was so difficult when you read, you know, it was four to one in favor of the federal government at the Ontario Court of Appeals. So we had one judge dissenting. But when you read at the dissenting opinion, he really had nothing from Ontario to work with. And he came up with really good arguments why the federal plan or federal act is not constitutional, but he had to largely do it 
uh, on his own. And that's not a winning strategy when you go to court. You really need to spoon-feed the judges all the reasons uh, that, that you want them to agree with. And for those that aren't agreeing with you, you need to make the judges really strain themselves uh, to, to de- debunk or counter any arguments you're putting forward. And that really didn't happen in Ontario's court case at the Court of Appeal. Again, with Jim Karahalos, founder of Axe the Carbon Tax, and uh, he's being critical of the Ford government for taking the wrong approach at the Ontario Court of Appeal level when it came to fighting on the constitutionality of the imposition of a carbon tax where they lost. And as I said, maybe we'll live to fight another day at the Supreme Court level, but uh, what you're saying is their argument was almost disingenuous, a bad strategy, but they were still arguing in favor of a carbon tax rather than suggesting that this was just a a form of wealth redistribution or focused on generating wealth for the federal coffers. Uh, That's what you're saying, Jim. Well, yeah, Doug Ford likes to say the carbon tax is a cash grab that will do nothing for the environment. That's why he got rid of cap and trade. So we all thought when he was going to go to court, he'd argue consistently with his political position, which is, this federal legislation is going to raise revenue for the federal government. It's going to redistribute this wealth with the uh, handouts, whatever way Trudeau wants to do them. And that's the primary purpose of this act. We're not going to meet the emission targets. They said that they're only going to hit $50 a ton. So that clearly, even carbon tax proponents say that that's not enough to achieve the emission targets. Even at over $100 a ton, I question whether that's actually going to achieve the targets you want to get. But instead of Doug Ford going in there in court, through his lawyers, the government lawyers, and saying the same thing he's saying politically. Politically, he's saying it's a cash grab. In court, he's saying there's merit to a carbon tax. We just don't like Justin Trudeau's. So we want to put in our own watered-down version of the carbon tax, which is the same thing as Justin Trudeau's. So Justin Trudeau's act has two parts. There's the fuel charge, part one, and part two is the industrial carbon tax. Uh, Doug Ford's government's going into court saying, we're going to put in a part two, and it's going to be broader than Justin Trudeau's. We just don't want part one. And that's not a winning argument when you want to go to court and you want to argue against a carbon tax, which the federal government is saying is needed because of a matter of national concern in order to meet certain objectives. Going in with one arm tied behind your back, conceding the entire argument, and getting into a semantic debate with judges on, on whose carbon tax is better is not a winning strategy. And, it, and it's also dishonest and contradictory, both in terms of his political position, but even in their own legal submissions, like right on the paper, on one page they say carbon taxes can reduce emissions, but it's not the only way. And then later on their submissions, they say we have a made in Ontario plan and they attach that plan and it includes a carbon tax. So not only would the taxpayer not appreciate kind of a, a dishonest argument, but you can imagine five judges at the Ontario Court of Appeal wouldn't like that kind of dishonest, contradictory argument in the same legal submission. All right, but both arguments from the feds and the province were that, yeah, they conceded this was in the national interest. But if you argue that it's just a money grab, uh, does that not really distract, or isn't that t- going away from the central question of whether it's constitutionally permissible for the feds to impose something in the national interest? Well, if you're conceding that the subject matter is of national concern and that the tool being used, which is carbon pricing, can reduce greenhouse gas gas emissions, and then the third part of that is that this specific legislation, the way it was drafted, can meet those objectives, and you agree with those objectives. So now I've just broken it down into four different steps. If you agree with all of that, it's really hard to see or, or, or justify why are you even in court? Like, you just got rid of cap and trade. 
that would have given you an exemption from the federal act. Now you've come up with a watered-down industrial carbon tax. You're agreeing with the entire purpose, objective, legal effect of the federal legislation, and, and you're spending $30 million of taxpayer money to tell us that you want a watered-down version. I, I, think, I think we can all agree. It, it kind of strikes us just as an average person, like, why are you doing this exercise? And to the judges hearing the case, You've really got to fight against what is the legal effect of this legislation. What is the purpose of it? Doug Ford says it's a cash grab. Should make that argument in court. Yeah, but could he make that argument? Again, to get to my point, it's all about who who has jurisdictional authority or power. And so uh, if Ford says, well, you know, this is just a cash grab, is that addressing who has jurisdictional power? Uh, It is, because, because when you concede the national concern argument... And you concede that if a province doesn't implement Justin Trudeau's national carbon tax, you're conceding the whole argument. Because the national concern or the jurisdiction, I think you're getting to the heart of the question, which I'm dancing around. Trudeau's act is a permanent intrusion on provincial jurisdiction. That's why we can challenge it in court or the Ontario government can challenge it in court to begin with. But the Constitution, Canada's Constitution has this provision for peace, order and good government. That gives the federal government a get-out-of-jail card for impeding on provincial jurisdiction for matters of national concern if the legal effect of the act can accomplish certain objectives. So if you're going to court and you're battling or fighting the federal government for intruding on provincial jurisdiction, you have to make sure that you're, we- you're ready and willing to challenge every stage of that test, or else you're going to lose. Because if you're conceding that what Justin Trudeau is doing is right at the federal level, and you're going to court saying we don't like that he is intruding on provincial jurisdiction, but we agree why he's doing it, you're not going to win. Like, it's, just, it's, just, it's as short as simple as that. And it's unfortunate that politically he's Doug Ford's right on the money on this issue, but legally in these 200-page documents that the average person's not going to read, uh, he's saying something completely different. And it's not only hypocritical from his political position it's also weakening his position in court it's not giving them the best legal argument forward in terms of fighting this act at every with every tool of their disposal which Doug Ford likes to say well do you believe they can retrench with a better argument when this goes to the Supreme Court if they appeal? well they're not yeah I think they are appealing and Alberta and Saskatchewan will be appealing to Saskatchewan's arguments were a little better uh, than Ontario's because they're not trying to justify their own carbon tax uh, in the court documents. So they're not stuck to the arguments they did at the Ontario Court of Appeal level. They can uh, make up uh, a new series of arguments, and one, uh, a series of arguments that I hope are consistent with Doug Ford's political position, uh, so that he's consistent and not seen as contradicting himself. So he can make up new arguments, but that will require them to kind of start over on this made in Ontario carbon plant and just start battling the federal legislation and carbon pricing as a tool. Uh, at every stage of this constitutional test uh, and start over. So we'll see if they do it. They've got a lot of time. I think the court case is going to be heard at the Supreme Court in November. So uh, there's no rush. It's just whether they have the political and legal will uh, to fight Trudeau's carbon tax and any carbon taxes, for that matter. All right, and post-election. All right, you're saying Ontario needs a plan B for fighting this carbon tax. And that's what you're suggesting. Uh, don't try to replicate anything, a watered-down version of what's being imposed by the feds. Appreciate it, as always, Jim, and uh, we'll keep updated on this as it goes to the Supreme Court. Thank you.
Thanks, John. Okay, uh, John uh, Jim Carahalos, rather. Uh, he's the founder of Axe the Carbon Tax. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 